welcome. Yeah, this is another episode of uh, Conversations with Kyland, um, new podcast that we just started launching this year at the end of this year, 2020. Um, depending on when you're watching this, hopefully you survived and, and we're all still around and have technology to watch <laughs> stuff anyways um, <laughs> or listen. Uh, but yeah, so essentially this is something that I started with the mindset of wanting to have conversations. I feel like we're looking at the most divided time, at least in, in our country, uh, in America, if not around the world. We're looking at a time of lots of different information, lots of different, uh, but also lots of awakening like consciousness and it's like a renaissance in so many ways. And I feel like that requires more conversation and more people talking to each other in like a format of exchanging ideas. Like I really didn't want this to be interviews. I wanted to be conversing because that's the exchanging and sharing of ideas. Mm. Um, excuse me. And, uh, and yeah, so that's why I'm excited of Kara, one of my housemates and uh, just a, uh, an influencer, uh, spiritual, mental, psychological, uh, life, all the, all the ways that you can better your life and better your <laughs> mind, um, uh, and a podcast host uh, for the Charlie and Kara podcast um, that is, I'll let you actually talk about what that is and uh, just yeah. a quick intro and then we can start chatting on stuff. Okay, so yeah, the Charlie and Kara show, that's our new podcast and it's basically live coaching. So every single week, Charlie is coming forward with something she's struggling with and working through and then I'm coaching and sharing different mindset tools or energy work tools um, just to help release so that she can move forward and find more freedom from that and we wanted to bring it to people to share so that everyone has that access to live coaching so that whatever they're going through they can kind of have some support and guidance along the way. Love it. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, very, very cool show. Um, definitely got to start that. Love Charlie and Kara. Um, <laughs> and love our dog that's yeah. here that's barking. Um, but, you know, we're all working from home, I think, right now. So it, it is what it is. That's the way some things are right now. And, uh, yeah, so I think for this, I'd love to just kind of start talking about um, what, what you think right now, like, we are... They, that people need to assess like as far as like the inner work, the mindset or like what draws you to the field of work that you're in? Yeah, um, I think I'll break that down. The first part I would say the biggest thing I think we can work on right now or focus on right now, especially with the year that we've had in 2020 is um, like for me this was a year of surrender and letting go of the things that were external that I want to control but I maybe have no control over and so working on finding a balance in terms of how can we still um, show up for ourselves and show up for things we're passionate about and still be trying to make the world better but not feeling fully consumed or stuck by the things out of our control like yeah. COVID or like job loss or the different things that have been going on so really like trying to find your center still and that's why I'm so passionate about inner work and mindset work and everything is because through a lot of my struggles like I felt so out of control and I felt like all over the place and it was really like okay what can I control in this situation well it's really just like myself my beliefs the way I'm feeling and showing up 
And by doing that, I was able to shift and transform a lot of stuff. First for yourself and then for others. Yeah, That's, exactly. Yeah. No, um, I think that one thing I, I, I hear is holding space for two different like things in terms of surrender and mm -hmm. what can you do. Mm -hmm. And I feel like if I had a theme for this show or just the conversations I've had this year especially, mm -hmm. it would be duality. And it would yeah. be that concept of like, I think that's what we're missing is duality is because that requires like nuanced stuff. Mm -hmm. And so if people are looking at how to... I just think that's a perfect example of doing that, of the nuance of saying like both at the same time, like, yeah, yeah. which is big in this house, the yes and, it's just like, yes, we need to surrender, we need to look at that, and we need to talk about the, uh, <laughs> another dog. <laughs> you got a dog on set. <laughs> um, another dog. Uh, we have a lot of dogs. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but the conversation around mm. surrendering, like, for you, when you, if you look at balancing those, what is that? Yeah. Like. So I think we're where I know myself and a lot of people I've talked to get stuck is that sometimes we think surrender means just like doing nothing and like sitting back and just being like, well, this is what it is. And then in, the, in a way that can make you feel really small or like helpless kind of thing. Yeah. And it's not about that. Um, to me, it's kind of, it's creating that really healthy detachment from like if this is something that's really consuming you and taking over then you're putting all your energy and focus into that thing and it's probably coming from a place of fear or negativity or a negative emotion if you could harness that energy and that mental capacity for something really positive you could do so much more so it's kind of surrendering and detaching from the parts that feel out of your control that are maybe stressing you out and like really consuming you. So you can kind of step back from that and then take that positive action or take that um, energy and power and then be fueling it in a good way. And I don't yeah. know if that even answered the question or anything. No, I, it, think. <laughs> I think what I, th what it, I think it does. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just like, you know, it is all nuance and all mm -hmm. co concepts. I think about if you're talking about applying that mindset, uh, people in difficult situations need these type of tools the most, in my opinion. Yeah. I think that's been my one of my like big missions with everyone in this house that's on like the higher consciousness, because like it's something I completely subscribe to myself. Um, but then I think about the worlds mm -hmm. of whether it's inner cities or whether it's um, rural areas or places where there's just a different type of priorities and mindset and, and then of course America in general is this place where as we've I think seen exceptionally this year has has a lot of conflicting views around like individualism and nationality yeah. and so there is a uh, and then different views of like how you define that or different views of how you uh, mm -hmm. dissect these different things and so for as so I, I, when I think about you, I think about you went through the moment of having a very personal uh, like series of crises that, that you dealt with. Mm -hmm. And I think of to go through those and then go through the mindset of like, hey, 
this, I can't hear that other stuff right now. Mm. Like, I can't hear you telling me about plans or tell me about mindset or tell me about that when just yeah. my world feels like it's falling apart or like when you're in like fight or flight or full-on survival mode yeah it's really difficult to embrace surrender yeah you know what you're saying like yeah it's yeah and i, I or anything to embrace anything you, yeah yeah <laughs> anything positive you're at that just point. trying to survive and get through and i think at that point then it's like really about compassion or empathy for yourself in the situation of where you're at yeah um and hopefully feeling empathy or compassion from others around you for where you're at yeah so that you can um be seen for where for what's going on right okay. and then uh when you're in that survival mode it's maybe not as much about you're not yeah, you're, you don't necessarily have the energy or ability to focus on that. I'm just going to surrender this and let it all go, right? Because you're just trying to get by. Yeah. And so, um, yeah. But I think at the same time, so in that situation, then what are the things you can't control? So even in terms of government or in terms of big things that there's a lot of changes we wish to see that we maybe aren't seeing yet, and what parts can we control like what can we do then on like a micro scale right that could eventually build up to something macro or something bigger so that we're still using our our ability or maybe it is strictly survival at that time and just doing everything you can to get through yeah like everyone will be different in where they're at and how they want to move through or like how they can move through things yeah yeah so i guess like for you, and if you can recant, like, uh, and now I'm blanking out if you said it in person or if I listen to it in your podcast when you talk about like things coming in threes and like multiple things hitting you at once, yeah. and then you being in that place of like not being able to hear this higher level thinking. Mm -hmm. And so, I guess if, if you wouldn't mind like recapping what those things were, and then how you went from like I can't hear that to like what was the lifeline that pulled you into like, okay, let yeah. me actually. There's this value here, and I, and I do want to look at it. I do want to. Yeah, yeah. So for me, um, it was like when I was 18, my brother had an allergic reaction to a prescription drug, so he passed away one night. Um, and then a couple years later, I was raped at my university. And then about a year after that, I hit black ice driving across Canada, and I flipped and rolled four times into the ditch. So... I was like the grief, the trauma. The <laughs> what time period was this? Um, from 18 to like 23, I think. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, so. A quarter of your life almost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it felt like it. It was like. Um, so at that time, and like, yeah, there was people, if people said, you know, like, it's all happening for a reason, or you're going to see the lesson one day, like, I did not hear it. Yeah. I, I didn't care yeah. and I was really frustrated by that and so now I like try very hard to empathize with that because it's yeah. so easy from an outside position to say like it's all good and like focus on the positives when you're not in it yeah um but I think the turning point for me was like I I didn't realize how much I was identifying with those things at the time like everywhere I went if I was meeting new people, I was kind of carrying these things and feeling like, oh, that's 
how people are going to perceive me or like I had latched on really strongly um and in the eastern world they teach with mindfulness a lot about your attachment and like what are you attaching to and for me I attach to those things of like that's who I am versus I'm I'm this huge different magical being and these are things that have happened to me they don't they aren't they aren't me yeah they're things that have happened um but for me the big breaking point was I started traveling to just try to find some meaning and find a way through and I started doing a lot of inner work and I met this um yoga teacher in Bali and she was like the most beautiful positive radiant loving person and I was so inspired by her and then about a few weeks in she shared how her brother had passed away like only months before in a freak accident scuba diving and it was like that light bulb moment for me of i i could continue to really be stuck in the heaviness of these things or like i could use it for good and really use it to like empower me forward to make a difference or to help other people who are suffering or like turn that pain into purpose I guess and she was like the moment where I realized like she's still here doing all these amazing things even though she had just been in it and it's like okay maybe I need to start doing that for myself to find some meaning but I think everyone gets to that point on their own in terms of like you can't tell me hey Kara it's time for you to to make something from this like it's time for you to live again or it's time for you definitely it's up to me to like feel it and be ready for it no that i think i think that's something i deeply believe in is in terms of i remember somebody said uh, it's another thing that like i kind of live by and process information through they said uh you know people often say well if i were you i'd do this and it's like mm-hmm. no if you were me you would do this yeah. exactly what i'm doing that's what being me means it means yeah. you have the exact experiences yeah. the exact, exact biology the exact everything. everything so this is who this manifestation is yeah. with all of those factors and yeah. so i think about that a lot in terms of in terms of just not passing judgment like yeah. i think that it's just like we can't we will never a hundred and ten percent understand what someone else has gone through because yeah. even if you even if we spent like weeks or months of you telling me every single experience in your life that had an impact and every mm-hmm. single thing I still would not be able to fully comprehend or or get it yeah because I course. still have totally different perceptions and experiences and beliefs and that's I think like most I think a lot of us growing up at least we kind of are in our bubbles mm-hmm. and we don't have that awareness of like living in other people's shoes and so it's really easy to project or um judge like you said of what we think people could do but we haven't experienced it yeah well i mean it's like we often uh are looking at our eyes and our ears as these receptors without remembering that the there's almost a uh an in input and output for that Mm. so like our eyes are going to project something over everything that we're seeing our Mm. ears are going to project something or filter through everything that we're hearing yeah through our own personal experiences through our own personal beliefs through anything and so then it's kind of up to us to uh to 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 question that when we're doing something because Mm. there's a 
it, the power of our mind, both in terms of being able to quickly understand and perceive information, like, is going back to duality like our brain is very good at like perceiving things at figuring out things at critical thinking our brain brain is also incredibly good at creating efficiency which mm -hmm. effectively means ignoring as much information as possible yeah. it blocks out <laughs> like what it doesn't want or what it doesn't deem important yeah so that way we can so function like, yeah. yeah because 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 we're capable of taking in so much mm -hmm. the brain's like okay let me which it's is like also filtering what it thinks is most important yeah but all of that's based on your own experiences which is also funny because that's exactly why uh in addition to the experiences it's also why time speeds up as we get older because mm -hmm. we are effectively getting better better at ignoring things mm -hmm. and so if you change your environment or change up some patterns in your life uh you it feels longer mm -hmm. and so that's why it's the whole concept of like driving somewhere feels longer than driving back yeah. because you're going <laughs> if you go through the same path yeah. or you know hiking or whatever um, I felt that way hiking this morning. Oh yeah, of like, course, right? It felt so long on the way up, and then the way down was so quick. But it's because I knew, or on the way up, I didn't know yeah. how far I was going or where the end was. So it's like there's nothing to, nothing for my brain to latch to and like to compare yeah. or expect. And then all of a sudden, the way down it was like, whoa, that was everything around you was new. Yeah. So it was just like that slow, which is the same reason why too. Uh, school and stuff when you're young lasts so long mm -hmm. because it's just like every every, yeah. <laughs> every single day is like oh my gosh like new information mm -hmm. and compile that with the fact that literally as we're younger time is more percentage of our life yeah. so yeah. so like that's when you're talking about these things happening from 19 to 23 it's like mm -hmm. okay that's like 20 percent of your years at the time but then if you factor in the site that for most people, like they don't really have good memories like the first six years of their life that yeah. they can actually remember. Like we're making up most of those memories usually. So it's just like, uh, yeah. that is the kind of, so it's like, okay, so really from that time you were like conscious and making memories for like 12 years yeah. or 10 years and four of them yeah. Everything. Yeah. while you're also not, while you're also building up like parts of your brain still yeah. <laughs> and yeah. parts of your personality and characteristics and all these things. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I feel like that is, I don't know, for, for, to go through that process and to come out with the empathy, I think is very important. And I mm -hmm. feel like that's something that, uh, you know, myself and it has always been very important to me because mm -hmm. it's, it is, I think that's where like the lack of judgment comes from. Yeah. I think that, I mean, also for my mom somehow, I don't know how she mm -hmm. just is all, I shouldn't even say that. I mean, she's not totally non-judgmental <laughs> by her own admission, I'm sure. But kind of in a way of like, I don't know, like pe people are different. People are dealing mm -hmm. with different things. And like we always had, at least very open, very open mm -hmm. to acceptance of everything. Yeah. Like she's, I, I feel like I've never heard her criticize like, you know, uh, any, in a moral character value system way, like any, uh, real like religion or or, or uh, political affiliation or race or gender or anything mm -hmm. she's like even you know dealing with even with like new concepts around like LGBTQ like norms and stuff mm -hmm. I feel like it's always just been like oh that's interesting like, and not or whatever yeah. and just that so I think that's something that for sure rubbed off on me and then add in the layer of like the fact that like in college I was saying social action and justice and reading all these things and, and I I feel like moving from having my own empathy 
for people in different situations and different mindsets because mm-hmm. knowing that my story is exceptional in many ways. Yeah. Exceptional, not like me being exceptional, but my stories and like mm-hmm. certain random events happen and like whether there's higher purpose or not attached to it, like who's to say, but as far mm-hmm. as like outside looking in, like kind of random and kind of luck and that's, and I feel like, I don't know, that goes back to the whole conversation on like privilege and why I, yeah. it, it amazes me that people have trouble it doesn't amaze me. I shouldn't say that. It disappoints me that people have trouble mm-hmm. separating privilege from like achievement, like in the sense that like because something mm-hmm. happened that was outside of your control, as if that takes away your achievements, and, and it doesn't. Yeah. Is that something that's big in Canada also, or in like your? I guess you're dealing with a lot of people coaching and everything. Do you feel like that's uh, something that you've had to? That, that has come up as like a barrier block or not a block because obviously the, the mm-hmm. other extreme of that is complete victimization yeah I think what I've seen um, not necessarily the privilege piece but the sense of um, what I see more often with my clients is more like a lack of confidence around things they've accomplished so they're not able to even celebrate that or the fear of like I'll be egotistical or I will be judged if I celebrate myself so it's better to stay small or better to just kind of and then we don't ever end up being proud of what we've done even you describing it like it's like there's that you don't you don't want to say the wrong things around like oh I actually like I had this remarkable there's some remarkable things that have happened to me in my life because then we're, we're already kind of worrying about how people might perceive that or what they're going to, what judgments they'll make versus it being like, hey, we should all be able to celebrate each other and every single one of us for the different things we've achieved, whether it was totally random and just showed up, whether yeah. we worked really hard for it or whether it was like divine and you were meant to have that happen. Like just being able to celebrate each part of the journey. And to be clear, like, that is, like, like I was describing the other side of it, but, like, I'm very much yeah, on the celebration yeah. side, too. And that's my whole, that's, like, kind of my point, is that, like, we should be able to hold both, be like, hey, I'm, I did some really incredible things. Yeah. And, like, applied some really incredible work ethic or, or yeah. whatever situations and put myself, you know, yeah. that, that concept around, like, luck is when opportunity meets preparation, yeah. like, showing up places prepared. Definitely. But then... How did I show up places prepared? Yeah. Like, how did that happen exactly? Like, okay, yeah. I put in this work. Why did I put in this work? Oh, well, because somebody loved me. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. and and I was born in the 90s. Different. And yeah. I was born in yeah. America. And, uh, <laughs> like, yeah. All these things. And it's just like, and. It's like, yeah. and, if we hold and, it doesn't. I, 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 that's why I was asking. I wonder if, have most of your clients been American or Canadian? Um, most American, some... European, some okay. Australian, some Canada. Okay. So, like, I know for me personally, um, I know in so many ways I grew up really privileged, and I'll, like, admit that up front. It's not a bad thing. Yeah. That's ideal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for everyone. Yeah. True. But then, <laughs> I, then I feel, sometimes I feel like, because I almost have this, not fear, but, like, thinking that people are going to just look at me and make an assumption about who I am, what I've lived through, or like, oh, she's had it so easy, or all these things, because of where I'm at now. Yeah. And, and then I 
not to justify it, but I'll be like, hey, you know, like, I've been through some shit too. Like, and I think that's the empathy piece again of just Mm -hmm. being able to understand that everyone, like, one of my biggest things is just the fact that everyone has a story. So they're, they might not be the same and we might not be able to fully relate in certain ways, but we've all been through different kind of hardships or we've all had you know, different traumas, different beliefs that were created that have now continued. Um, and and it's not me trying to compare either. It's yeah. just that, like, we've all... We've it's just them. reality. It's like, unfortunately, yeah. that's the nature. <laughs> the dog's back. <laughs> Welcome back. Oh, yeah. no, and that's uh, done. Um, just kind of the nature of being human mm-hmm. is that the duality. There is, yeah. you can't have the good without the bad and so we're all in this kind of roller coaster and um some are more privileged than others definitely i think and that's yeah. still they but they're still not perfect easy there's still struggle it's yeah different kinds that's all definitely different levels yeah. and i think that that's something i appreciate you hold really well is like being able to acknowledge like hey to acknowledge privilege and acknowledge like challenges and it's it goes back to that duality of like hey like it, both of these can be true yeah. these things can both be true at the same time and there mm-hmm. can be disparities on regions and mm-hmm. uh communities and color and everything and so it's just mm-hmm. like being able to hold both of those is something i feel like i know you do well and, and mm-hmm. continue to to express well Thank you. And, uh, <laughs> i try yeah definitely yeah. no mm-hmm. um and in terms of expressing uh, those things and those perceptions like to force a segue in as far as uh, where these perceptions come from um, and I know that we've talked a little bit and you've shared a little bit on like uh, certain perceptions being promoted or pushed or, or programmed um, from mass media from the culture that we live in and so I'd love to kind of segue into that